Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 708 8 after 7. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. As you can tell by the ambient noise, we are once again broadcasting live from Chewy's Tex Mex. Hello, ladies. Welcome to Chewy's Tex Mex. Uh, we are off Acres Mill and Cobb Parkway in the shadow of SunTrust Park. So if you're out and about and not going to the game or you want to stop here before the game, come see myself, Loti, Longoria, Buford. The promotions crew and two fine-looking ladies just walked in. Uh, you can come eat some fine Mexican food, have some margaritas, and uh, have a good time. We have a ton of stuff to talk about today. The polls closing, for the most part, in the District 6 race. Uh, Bill Crane, the political analyst for WSB Radio, will join us next half hour to break down the early results and see what we can see. Today is tax day. Uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium is having some delays. So there's, there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. Uh, interesting stuff to talk about. I guess the good thing I want to talk about is uh, traffic getting to the ballpark. Smiler Mark McKay from the WSB Skycopter uh, joining us here live at uh, Chewy's Tex-Mex you in Cobb County. You own the place. I like the setup here. We've been. I just burped uh, a chimichanga. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, we've been. It seems like we've been here for weeks. I've eaten nothing but Mexican food for. Uh, I've eaten more Mexican food than Longoria in the last yeah, five true. days. Uh, but what I've been surprised. I mean, we did this to, to ramp up the opening of SunTrust Park. And we thought traffic was going to be a, a big concern. But, man, I, beginner's luck. I mean, there's been no traffic getting here. Do we get criticized as traffic reporters who put up all this, oh, my goodness, it's going to be Armageddon? I don't know. I mean, uh, I came 75 south, zipped right in here at Acres Mill Square. I don't yeah. know what it's like around the ballpark right now, but I was really confident in the plan that they had. But but still, this is the way I approached it. And I wasn't preaching Armageddon. I said, let's see what happens. The one thing I was sure of, though, was traffic won't be better around this area. But gosh darn it, it's better. It's, <laughs> it really is better. How is that even possible? We keep waiting to find out what is the real test. I thought the real test was going to be uh, Monday. Monday, yeah. yeah. After everybody went back to work and we had that full, uh, full 285 factor. Um, you know, let's see how long. I left my on on Monday because we thought it was going to be the real test with SunTrust Park and traffic. What's going to happen? And I live with no traffic. I live eight minutes and thirty seconds from Chewy's Tax Max, and we broadcast at seven. I was like, I'm going to leave the house at four right. to get here, be, make sure I'm not late. I got here at like four <laughs> twelve, <laughs> and then today I'm like, well, I can wait till. 5.50. I got here at 5.59. Wow. I mean, it, it, it's so light. I don't want to jinx it, but no. I, did we just scare everyone off? Is that why the traffic's so good? I uh, There's probably a part of that. We, we know that 
the team is doing well. The stadium is why people are coming. People are here. Yeah. But they're coming in various forms and ways of getting well, here. Well, whatever is happening, let's keep up the good work yeah. because the traffic has uh, has been absolutely marvelous. Longoria's been coming from the station. You've had minimal delay getting here. Yeah, right? yeah. There wasn't, I mean, uh, closer to the station, yeah. But once you get past that, I mean. Loti, you've been coming open. from uh, the pool house at Erickson's Mansion in Macon, <laughs> where you live. <laughs> <laughs> how's, how's the traffic from Erickson's pool house? Is it's, it all? It's fine. I, yeah. got here, I got here just fine. <laughs> no big backups. No big backups. Does he have a pool house? No, he does not. I used to have a pool house. Really? Did you have a yeah. pool or just a pool house? We had a pool for two days. So, quick story before we get to, to yeah. Doug Turnbull with real traffic. So, I lived in Smyrna, not too far from here, off the of South Cobb Drive, for a year with uh, one, two, three, four of my buddies. We rented this house, and it was like rent was two hundred dollars a month. It was ridiculously cheap. And there's a pool. And they're at a pool house. I mean, house, it's like a shed. Yeah. And we still, my buddy's younger brother would come down from college and stay in the pool shed for the summer. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Cottongill, yeah, you know, Kyle. you know, smiling. Yep. And he would stay down there until it got over infested with rats because the pool broke and the pool got filled anyway. I just ruined everyone's appetite. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry about that. Um, yeah, all right. But uh, Buford is the only one who's had some traffic troubles getting here. You came down from uh, Buford, fittingly, and yeah. you, you had delays on where? On 285? Yeah, 285 and uh, pretty much 285. Yeah. 85 getting on to 285, 285 getting on to 75. I didn't go above 20 miles an hour from Gwinnett till I got off the interstate here. Well, the big complication today in that part of the uh, in that part of the country or that part of the uh, <laughs> metro Atlanta yeah. area was there was a big thunderstorm sitting over yeah. Spaghetti Junction for a long time. We in got the hit hour. right before I left the house and today. Yeah. Didn't we know that 285 is going to be the pressure point uh, even before sure. you know, the bridge yep. collapse and all that? So, but I but I honestly expected more delays on 75 north and I south did. coming here. I did too. And knock on wood, uh, the Braves keep winning and traffic is lighter than normal. Speaking of lighter than normal and traffic, Doug Turnbull joins us. Doug, how are the current conditions? coming to see us at Chewy's Tex-Mex. A, a lot better even than they were earlier and just as good as they were for you, Mark, when you got there at 713. Here's the deal. The only delays on any major road getting over there are 285 westbound on the outer loop from Ashford W Pass. Roswell Road, after that, you're only slowing the right lanes getting off onto the various exits there. 75 is clear in both directions. Cobb Parkway, a little bit of congestion at Windy Ridge and Circle 75 around the stadium are, but uh, certainly has been light here these last couple days. So Monday and Tuesday's commutes on 285 getting to the ballpark were worse than they were Friday. All right, Doug, you know what? Traffic's so light. Take the rest of the night off, buddy. We're, you're <laughs> you good. Uh, little guy Alex Williams will take over. Doug Turnbull with Airborne Traffic Updates every evening here on WSB. Smile and Mark McKay every morning with me on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Uh, I, I don't want to jump into the politics yet because the polls just closed, but we were talking about in the pregame meal, Smiling, which you missed. You missed the pregame meal with the uh, crew. Wasn't invited. Low T missed the pregame meal because he, he had delays he coming from Macon. Um, but so they caught the, uh, and I hate to call him this, the Facebook killer, because Facebook had nothing to do with this. You know, this this guy's a psychotic killer, whatever. They caught the guy today. He killed himself. End of story. But we were talking, and this is something we'll bring up with Johnny Kilbasa. Did you hear the story of how he got caught? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So in case you're just getting in your car, and we've all been following the story, this awful story about this guy who, who killed this guy on Facebook and posted the video. Just awful, awful story. It was out of Cleveland, right? It was yeah, in yeah. the Cleveland area. They caught him, and he killed himself in Erie, Pennsylvania today. They caught him. This is how they caught him. He was at the McDonald's drive-thru, ordered 20 nuggets and a large fry. 
regardless of his mental state, that's a solid order. I'll give him credit. <laughs> yeah. That's a solid that's order. Decent. I like that order. He obviously is very recognizable with the beard and everything, just a big dude. The, the McDonald's folks recognized him, and they, they called the cops. And in order to get him to stay, they're like, oh, we got to wait a couple minutes on your fries, dude. The fries are cooking. Just pull ahead. You've, we've all done oh, that. Oh, yeah, the pull ahead. <laughs> you know, your Which chili's you not ready, out. Mr. Aaron. Pull ahead. We'll bring it out to you or whatever. And that's what they did. But eventually, he got wise to it. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm not sticking around for fries. And he, he left. By, by that time, the cops were in the area, and they, they led the chase. But that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, kudos to McDonald's. for A young for, lady in the drive-thru recognized him and the vehicle. That's one thing that social media or media as a whole does. You, does put, well. you put a face, and, a, and the, it, it, you're, you're, you may be able to outrun the cops, but everybody's going to be on the lookout for you, especially with heinous But allegedly like this guy yeah. was, like, hanging out and hiding in Amish country in barns and stuff, but he was like, I need my nuggets, <laughs> yeah, man. I need my fries. <laughs> you know, I know I'm America's most wanted man right now, but I need yeah. the 20-piece with uh, sweet and sour. And, and so he ventures out to the McDonald's. McDonald's has got to jump on this and, and make this their new branding uh, campaign, like, our McNuggets save lives, or, you know, like, I don't know how they could do it. The ad people can, can get on there. <laughs> but I just think that's awesome that in this day and age, and you hit the nail on the head smiling, you know, 20 years ago, pre-social media, we would only know this guy's face from the newspaper or if you watch the nightly news. And the, the odds are that someone working the drive through McDonald's might not be focused on the nightly news of the paper but with social media facebook and twitter and instagram everyone knew what this guy looked like yep. and they, they called the cops and i love that they're like the fries aren't ready who wouldn't wait two more minutes for like hot mcdonald's fries you know it's like all right i'll wait for the well, fries. that one you're on the run i mean he waited <laughs> i wouldn't do you know the allure of hot mcdonald's <laughs> no, fries? Exactly. I, I would wait for hot McDonald's so, so one of the johnny kielbasa uh fast food tricks that he always taught me was if, if you're worried about, and this doesn't just go for McDonald's, if you want hot fries, always hot fries, not the, the leftover bottom of the bin ones that you go and you order, I want fries with no salt. And then you make them, they, so then, because they salt all the fries in the, mm -hmm. in the fryer, so then they have to make a fresh batch and give it to you. And Johnny, I swear to God, in his, in his uh, SUV, has There's got salt, salt shakers, shakers in there. <laughs> so he'll get fresh fries, and it just salts to taste. And he, he's always guaranteed fresh bass of uh, french fries so i just wanted to uh to throw that out there i thought it was a very interesting end of the story and kudos to the uh to the mcdonald's workers that recognize this dude and and weren't <coughs> excuse me chimichanga again they weren't <laughs> starstruck in any way like oh let's take a picture of this guy let's let's tip him off to the fact that we know him you know mm -hmm. i'll be a big i'll cool. be, be a big celebrity deal if i take a picture or snapchat this this fugitive, they called the cops right away. Yeah. So I, I just think that's great. It probably helped because it wasn't there money to get if they turned him in. Yeah, uh, there was so there was a reward. Yeah. So I'm sure reward. that kind of helped yeah. out with. You know. Sure, but you know, I mean, no offense against millennials, but right, like, right. social media is is <laughs> oh yeah, no, huge with them, and they're like, I would think a majority of kids. I'm assuming this is a kid that work at. It's probably a bad assumption, but <laughs> majority of kids are like, oh, I got to get a picture of this dude before I call the cops. To take a selfie, right. real quick. Yeah, let me get a, let me get a selfie with the madman in the uh, in the Ford Focus waiting on his ride. Anyway, I just want to throw that out there. We will talk a little bit about that when we come back. We'll dive headfirst deep into the uh, Georgia sixth election. The polls, for the most part, 
have closed. We had a couple that are staying open late. And, of course, your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter, at Mark Aram. I posted an Instagram video of, speaking of social media and a millennial like me, I posted an Instagram video of the gang before the show. If you want to check it out on Instagram, it's M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. That spells Mark Aram. Ton to get to. We're broadcasting live from Chewy's Tex-Mex, Acres Mill, in the shadow of SunTrust. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. Broadcasting live from Chewy's Tex-Mex, our home away from home. They've been so nice and cordial to us, these strange radio folks invading their space. Uh, more, We need more strange listeners to come invade our space and come see us here. We'll be broadcasting till 9. Uh, you can meet Smile and Mark McKay. And in a rare social appearance, <laughs> Jay Black. I know, right? All khakied out, wearing his uh, <laughs> collared shirt. We're good. That's all he owns. That is. Jay Kwando. Jay Kwando, angry man. Angry Jay Black here as well. So <laughs> you could literally meet half of the WSB uh, staff at Chewy's at Acres Mill. True. If that's your If that's your bag, baby. Um, we, again, I, I, I'm trying to stall because I don't want to jump into the election talk yet until we get Bill Crane on the air. Uh I, I don't, and I'm not a political guy. You know that. I'm not Erickson. I'm really? not. I'm not Hannity. I'm not <laughs> Herman. No. I'm just a normal guy like you driving around. Um, but my gut tells me this is definitely going to a runoff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ossoff is not winning this thing outright tonight. And then it's just a matter of who is he going to oppose, and will that person uh, be able to secure the uh, Tom Price seat that's up? Here's the one thing that. That bugs well, a couple of things bug me. I don't like the fact that, and this isn't a, a personal uh, judgment on Ossoff, the guy. I've never met the guy. I really don't. I didn't know about him until a month ago, so I have, I have no knowledge about him. But I think it's it's weird that he can run for the seat and not live in live the in district. District, yeah. But I've I've said that before. Yeah. I just think that's awkward. But here's another thing I don't like: these districts. So all these decab voters went to go vote today. And they're like, no, this, you're not in the 6th District. You're in the 4th District. DeKalb County has three separate congressional districts, 4, 5, and 6. They, Co- they, they had like the same a way. toddler draw up these congressional districts. <laughs> that, that makes no sense that people in the same county, Cobb County uh, residents, yeah, don't have the same congressman. No. That's absurd. No, when 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 today we thought we had to go vote, yeah. and I was like, I don't think we do. I had to get online exactly. and search for a map of the district, and then pinpoint where I live. And I was like, no, we're about a mile outside of that district, so no. We and it's have to it's vote. not like Georgia's got these massive counties. We have more counties than any other state in the nation. Yep. And the fact that DeKalb County is three separate congressional districts—that's ridiculous. They don't even have three dollar stores, and they have three congressmen. I just, I, I just think that's all wrong. And I think the fact that you can run for a congress seat when you don't even live that—that's wrong. Yeah. All this is wrong. But that being said, we have the best political coverage. Uh, yeah, we do. On the wrongness here on WSB Radio, we will get a live update during the news on the uh, sixth district race. And then after news, weather, and traffic, John Ossoff will not join us. Uh, Bill Crane will join us. Yep. Yeah. Ossoff follows me on Twitter. He does? Yeah. And I sent him a message. Like, the, one of the only ones at WSB that probably hasn't beat up but on I, him. But I sent him a message. I'm like, dude, you're following me. Come on the show. And I never heard back yeah, from him. never so heard back. What are you going to do? All right. News, weather, and traffic next. Bill Crane will join us. Broadcasting live from Chewy's Tex-Mex. This is The Mark Aram Show.
America, all the home of the red, the white, and the blue. Welcome back to the show, 7 to 37, 23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. We're broadcasting live from Chewy's Tex-Mex, Acres Mill off Cobb Parkway in the shadow of SunTrust Park. Uh, the gang is all here, Low T Chuck, Longoria, Buford, and uh, not a single good-looking promotions girl. <laughs> no. To be fair, there's no, no girls. It's there's a, no it's, girls. HR must have said, you know, uh, yeah. Mr. Tysinger, Mr. Tedeschi, no more female <laughs> promotions on the Mark Aaron remote. So I get it. I get it. But uh, but there's there are three good-looking promotions dudes here, and they are uh, registering folks to win tickets to see the Billy Joel concert at SunTrust Park. That's correct, right? Billy Joel tickets? Yeah. Am I eligible to win those? Because I... No, I'm not. All no. Because right. that's a hot ticket right there. Billy Joel at SunTrust. So come up, see us, uh, get some WSB swag, and register for Billy Joel tickets. We are awaiting the first results of the Georgia 6th District vote. Joining us live now on the phone, WSB political analyst, your pal and mine, Mr. Bill Crane. Bill, how you doing, buddy? I am doing well, Mark. How are you? Excellent. Uh, is it too early for results to come in? What what time do you think we'll start seeing some vote totals? Well, you have three counties, one, two of which are always state laggards in that. I mean, they come in late and last, DeKalb and Fulton. Cobb County tends to be a pretty quick reporting county, and that's where the bulk of these votes are being cast. I would say probably by 9 o'clock, some trends will start developing. Uh, and by 10, 10.30, hopefully the majority of the vote will be in. I don't know if you heard uh, my take on this before the news. And again, I'm, I'm not a political analyst, but just as a guy that's been here and, and can read the tea leaves, I, I don't see this uh, not, this has to go to a runoff, right? This is most likely going to go to a runoff, correct? There's, there's not been any poll that I've seen that would indicate anything else other than that. He, John Ossoff, has been uh, as high as 43, 44% in a couple of polls. That were outliers, but those were a week or two ago before the really hard-hitting ads started coming from a multiple number of super PACs and campaigns against him. I, I kind of my gut tells me in the later polls that I saw he will win in a healthy plurality, probably 40 to 42 percent. If he gets as high as 45 percent, he's going to be very difficult for the Republicans to stop in the runoff on June the 20th. But if he's 40 percent or below mathematically there's almost no way for him in the in the district as it's made up this isn't the fourth district or the fifth district with a lot of democratic voting base or a lot of minority voters they 70.1 percent white suburban district in north DeKalb, north fulton and the bulk of cop wsb political analyst bill crane joins us on the mark aram show uh, on the other side of the ledger is, is this karen handles race is she the front runner here She's the front runner, but it's not it, none of the four that are kind of clustered at the pack and just claim it or say it's in the bag tonight. You've got um, David Gray, Karen Handel, uh, former or current state senator Justin Hill, who just left his seat to run for this, and Dan Moody, the uh, former um, state senator and DOT commissioner. Bob Gray has been kind of the late summer who has come from nowhere fast, self-financed, former Johns Creek city councilman, and it's sort of been the one with the momentum on the GOP side. But Karen Handel has name identification, a strong base of voters in North Fulton who know and remember her, which was Fulton County Commission Chair, and probably 
the, the strongest list of endorsers of other Republican kind of establishment types who said he's the one to beat. And I will point out, in a runoff, Georgia has 14 congressional districts and not a single woman. Every congressional district in Georgia has a majority female vote. Wow. Again, it would look good for Karen Handel in that district to be essentially the only woman in Georgia's congressional delegation. She, she obviously has the name recognition bill, but most of that name recognition comes from from losing campaigns. Is 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 that is there a stank on her resume because she hasn't um, broke well, through the finish I mean, line? She, she lost she lost two and won several. She won uh, election to the Fulton County Commission and serves Fulton County Commission chair. Helped balance the budgets there despite some rather challenge significant budget challenges. Uh, served as Secretary of State, did a commendable job there, and then ran for governor. And a squeaker, uh, she lost the runoff to current Governor Nathan Deal, and then came back and didn't run quite as strong a campaign for U.S. Senate. But I think the knock on her might be legitimately is in those runoffs, whether you want to give her the credit or blame or her staff, she tends to allow some pretty tough ads and particularly mean mailers to go out that I don't think always complement her campaign. And I think that has caused some to uh, kind of cast her a certain way and cost her some votes among Republican women, which are, again, the largest group and among senior citizens are the largest demographic group, but Republican women are the largest voting bloc in the 6th Congressional District. As far as the ads that have been run, Bill, and we've been inundated with ads about this congressional race, uh, this special election, uh, the way I've, I've, they've penetrated my world, uh, Number one are anti-Ossoff ads. Number two are pro-Ossoff ads. And then number three are Karen Handel ads. Who, who is funding the majority of these anti-Ossoff ads? Because there's a lot of them out there. There, there are two different super PACs. One is the end spending group, and I'm not sure exactly who the donors are behind it, but they're super PACs not directly connected to or aligned with Karen Handel's campaign that are running the anti-Ossoff ads. Uh, John Ossoff has uh, two two different large Internet-based funding groups, but I don't believe any significant super PAC other than the National Democratic Congressional Committee that have helped him raise $8.3 million, 95% of which did come from outside the state of Georgia, but that's perfectly legal. And just as people have raised the point that he doesn't live inside the district, you don't have to under Georgia law. Yeah. As long as you live in the state of Georgia... Uh, and there are other members of the delegation. David Scott, who's the congressman from the 13th, which is on the southern side of Metro Crescent, lives in Inman Park. Bill Crane joining us on the uh, Mark Arab Show here at WSB Radio, broadcasting live at uh, Chewy's Tex-Mex on Acres Mill. By the way, Bill, we have plenty of food left if you want to come up here and swing. It's going to be a, a late hey, election night for you. I've to kill before the 11 o'clock, and I haven't been <laughs> up to the battery yet. Absolutely. Um, let's Let's talk about... The, uh, the, the other three Republican candidates, uh, of the three that you mentioned, Moody seems to me, uh, he's been in, in my sphere more than the other, uh, the other two. I don't know if it's just the ads or the people I talk to, but, but Moody seems to have struck a chord somewhere on the GOP side of the aisle. He did well in the Atlanta Press Club and a couple of other debates, if you could sit through listening to 18 of the candidates talk. Um, he has strong support in the legislature. He is from the North DeKalb area and has a number of folks there around Dunwoody backing him. Um, he was also, in addition to being a legislator on the state transportation board, we could certainly use some experience there. 
given all the challenges we've been having with our transportation infrastructure and getting it all funded in the future. Um, I do think he's one of the stronger of the four. Judson Hill's been a very conservative, solid state senator. He just doesn't seem to have connected a lot with the voters of the district other than his top county base. And then again, Bob Gray has been the kind of a surprise, self-funded candidate, former Johns Creek City Councilman businessman who's sort of been running on the Trump, on the, the Trump-affiliated candidate in yeah. this race. I'm not sure that's the best move in a district that Mr. Trump himself only carried by two percentage points. You, you mentioned money a second ago, Bill, and obviously Ossoff has a, 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 a major uh, cha- war chest. But is he spending it wisely? Should he be pulling back and holding back in case of a runoff? The only reason I say that is not only have we heard the ads on radio and seen the ads on TV, I just, I just clicked on Twitter, and he's got promoted ads on Twitter, which to me that he's like, we're just setting this money ablaze right now. We're going to spend it however we can on this last day. Well, I, I like you, would, would be a little bit more conservative and keep some powder dry for the runoff. And um, millennial voters are the least likely to actually show up and vote in this special election in the middle of April, much less the, the runoff in the middle of June. Uh, the, the, the sweet spot target, we talked about it a minute ago, for John Ossoff is Republican female voters who don't like Donald Trump. And you probably don't reach them on Twitter. So I'm not in charge of his media budget. I know some of the people who are, and boy, are they smiling. Those commission checks will be coming in in about three weeks. But... Uh, <laughs> He, he hasn't had trouble raising money, and he will be the Democratic standard bearer in the runoff, and I suspect the stakes will be even higher, and we'll see spending and ads and surrogates unlike anything we've ever seen in Georgia other than the two prior U.S. Senate runoffs. It's only one congressional district, but the stakes are very high. This district has always been Republican since it was created, held by Newt Gingrich, Johnny Isaacson, and Tom Price. It's in a red state in the northern metro suburbs. If the Democrats can pick it off, and if they can certainly, if they can pick it off without a runoff tonight, it would bode very poorly for the RNC and the Republicans in Congress and Donald Trump in the 2018 midterm. Bill Crane, fantastic analysis as always. Do you mind if uh, we buzz you again next hour, my friend? Yeah, save me a burrito. Uh, <laughs> you got it. Buford's, put Thank that burrito you. down. That's Bill Crane's right. burrito. I got you, Bill. <laughs> Take care, Bill. <laughs> I had the I had the chimichang. What did you have for dinner tonight? The the Elvis special. The Elvis special, which it, was a uh, whole, whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> and what did you have, Longoria? Uh, the number one. It had like enchiladas. Because we all look to you to order. Yeah, I know. You know, if we were yeah. at a deli, a mm. Jewish deli, you'd all right. look to me. True. True nugget. Yeah, if we were at a. Uh, uh, Ted's Montana Grill, we'd look to... <laughs> look at me? Yeah. <laughs> and if we were at Quick Trip, we'd look right. to Buford. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Breakfast pizza. Go maybe. with the breakfast pizza. All right. Uh, your thoughts on the sixth race, uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, hang tight one second, Jason. I want to take Wesley in Douglasville. Uh, Wesley, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? Hey, Mark. I'm doing great. How about you? Excellent. What's L- cooking? Listen, I-, I got a good slogan for McDonald's for the... Uh, okay. Uh, how about uh, McDonald's fries? They're to die for. <laughs> how about <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> fries? Oh, man. God, dude. They're Way so good soon. that you will uh, risk uh, jail time waiting for them. Yeah. So, I mean, because <laughs> yeah. that's the, the guy. Finally, he gave up. When he, I think he's like, you know what? The nuggets are fine. But he was like, yeah, I'll wait. I'm, on, I'm a fugitive on the run, but you have hot fries coming out? 
I'll wait for him. <laughs> yeah. I'm down with that. Well, he, had, he had been in a barn for the last couple of days, hadn't he, or something? Yeah, well, that's what they think, yeah. that he was hiding in Amish I mean, country. Yeah, you know, he just... And he got a hankering for the 20 nuggets. <laughs> yeah, and the fries. Those chicken nuggets, McDonald's man. McNuggets. <laughs> Taste so good, you'll get off the lamb. <laughs> yeah. Bringing fugitives out of hiding. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, we'll come back with your calls on the 6th on uh, McDonald's playing the hero role in Catching the Fugitive. It's just a fantastic story. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Broadcasting live from Chewy's Tex-Mex, Acres Mill off Cobb Parkway. Stick around. More to come. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. Welcome back to the show. It is 7.55, 5 in front of 8. We're with you till 9. Jay Black, WSB Sports Director, will join us next hour. Johnny Cabasa will as well. Your thoughts on the 6th Congrishka... That, that's so what? tough to say. Can you say more? 6th Congressional District? 6th Congressional District. Congressional District in Georgia. <laughs> John's in McDonough. John, you're on the Mark Aram Show. I'm a 20. Okay. Yeah, like tw- a 20-piece nugget and a large fry. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Kielbasa segment right now. Yeah, what's going on, John? Oh, not much. I was uh, calling um, because uh, what I wanted to do is with this upcoming uh, race going on in the uh, 6th District, Yeah. there's a... Um... Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, John. Thank you. What, you're on radio, what drive? Right? What drive-through are you at? I got to know. There, um, down there's a uh, McDonald's in Stockbridge here. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Wait for the fries. Did you ask for the Facebook special? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I asked them if they still had the, um, if they were doing the um, uh, bundle boxes that they, Falcons, but they said no, nah, they couldn't do it since they lost. Oh, but, I'm uh, sorry. All right, real quick, because no, we got to break now, for news. I'm, I'm, I'm going to accuse the uh, uh, Georgia Democratic Party of racism. Okay. Uh, there's an African-American young lady running for the seat, and she hasn't gotten nearly the DNC money that uh, the white boy, Ossoff, got. And so I'm tearing a page from the, from the DNC book and declaring race, them to be racist. Because they're I pouring all the their money behind to, the establishment white guy. I bet, John, the best way to combat that is to donate your money to the African-American woman that's running for the Democratic seat. Oh, uh, well, I, I, as, as a... As a <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I understand. Uh, listen, uh, it, that's just the way it is. I mean, Ossoff was, was, the guy, was the chosen one, if you will, uh, on the Democratic side. They got behind him. Uh, I don't know. What are you going to do? Yes, maybe they're racist. I don't know. Guys, you want to chime in on that? No, I... <laughs> uh, we'll come back. Uh, Isaac and uh, Ellenwood wants to talk about the 6th District race and the vote, the runoff today. Or will there be a runoff after today? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Instagram at Mark Aram. On Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. The best part of doing the remote broadcast from uh Chewy's Tex-Mex is seeing people dance to the uh, opening song. <laughs> we don't get to see that when we're in the studio. No, no. Everyone was just dancing 
to my uh, the Mark Aram Show theme song. Welcome back to the show. It's 8077 after 8. Mark Aram here. You there? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, we're broadcasting live from Chewy's Tex-Mex off Acres Mill and Cobb Parkway in the shadow of SunTrust Park. If you want to see us, you can come see us one more night tomorrow from 7 to 9. Then we'll be back here on May 3rd. Um, we've met some amazing listeners, some really cool people. Had, uh, I've, I've eaten way too much, way too much uh, over the last... Your little tummy can't... can't no, my, my tummy's no longer little. As, as Vinny from TV pointed out on Buford's Facebook page, uh-huh. is Aram getting fat? Yes, <laughs> yes, Aram is getting... Not that I was skinny, no, no. but consuming a, a 13,000-calorie chimichanga before going on the air is definitely uh, to my world. impacted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Longoria, Loti, Buford, uh, we'll talk to Jay Black in just a second, uh, updating the uh, sixth congressional race. Votes are, are in, but Chuck, these you're saying these are these were the early votes that these have just are, been these released. These are early votes, yeah. Do we these know are, these are early votes from DeKalb or Cobb or anywhere? Do uh, we know? Most of them are from DeKalb, but these, All are, right. these are early walk-up so, votes. So these are early voting. Those numbers have been released. Republicans, chill out. Hold on. Don't freak out when I read these numbers to you. Uh, so far, John Ossoff leading with 71% of the vote. Uh, that's with 6,700 votes. Karen Handel second with 11% of the vote. That's 1,000 votes. Dan Moody, 9%, 860 votes. Bob Gray, 4% with 353 votes. Judson Hill with 3%, 240 uh, votes. And everyone else at 1% and under. Uh, so, the, again, these are just the early voting, and we think into Cab County. So we'll continue to monitor the uh, election updates. Bill Crane will join us again in about a half an hour, and we'll have all the, the results throughout the overnight and, of course, on Atlanta's Morning News tomorrow at uh, 4.30 a.m. with Scott Slade. Isaac in uh, Ellenwood wants to chime in on the election. Isaac, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's going on, Isaac? Is Jesus all the way? Anyhow, I'd like to tell you something. Whoa, about whoa, hold on, hold on. You broke up a little bit. What did you say? Is Jesus all the way? Oh, I thought you said Jesus smoking weed. I was like, oh, no. all right, that's he breaking news, Isaac. Years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I could barely hear in these headphones. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway, I'd like to chime in on Mr. Ossoff. When he, uh, one of his first ants is not the first ant, was uh, when Mr. Trump do something stupid, I will hold him accountable. <laughs> he forgot he wasn't in the fifth district. Oh, really? The black stronghold, but DeKalb County is pretty good. Uh, lower DeKalb, South DeKalb is black stronghold, but not northern DeKalb. Well, so I, I just think it's it's ridiculous that if you live in DeKalb County, you know, three separate residents in DeKalb County could have three separate congressmen. To me, that is ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. Well, it's, it's all right. It was said. But uh, one, thing, one thing I really wanted to say, uh, that people hadn't considered concerning the presidential election. The reason okay. Ms., uh, Ms. Hillary Clinton got so many popular votes, she overwhelmingly won New York and California, more so than Mr. Obama did, and that accounted for millions more votes. Yeah, she, she won the uh, popular vote, and that and... Uh... Four ninety nine will get you Sopapilla at uh, Chewy's Tex-Mex, which is worth it, by the way. The Sopapilla hey, was fantastic. I'm sorry, those, Isaac? Just those two states alone would give uh, well, you I know. differential right there. I understand. And all I the understand, other but, automatic states she got, she won overwhelming there, too, as well. But uh, as, as I don't well. see... The Democratic Party, as far as uh, being uh, 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 racist or anything, I wouldn't put my money on a black candidate either that wouldn't stand a chance. 
right. Isaac, I appreciate the call as always, man. I got to run. Jay Black's about to walk out on me. Uh, Jay Black, WSB Sports Director. You were getting a little antsy there, buddy. Yeah. The uh, my food's getting cold. Oh, well, I didn't get to finish the meal. Oh, so. what did you eat? What did you order? The uh, chewy chonga. The chewy chonga. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's what, what, what the guy said. So I went with his recommendation. Yeah, that's what I had. It's yeah. only eighteen thousand calories. Yeah, be good. it feels like it too. Uh, why? Why did we wake up Jay in the middle of the night for his <laughs> night to come to Chewy's, not just to eat chimichangas, but uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium has pushed back its opening again. As the WSB sports director, we had to rely on you. Yes. What's the story? What's going on here? So we're now almost six months behind the original opening date of March 1st. This is the third time they've pushed this back. They were going to have Atlanta United open it on July 30th. That was the latest thing that we heard. Yeah. That, and that was, we're going to do this. This is going to yeah. be when it's... Well, now we're pushing it back to August 26th. So the first game in that building will be a Falcons preseason game. The original opener on July 30th is being moved to Tech the day before for the soccer, and they've got to reschedule two soccer games. Now, Steve Cannon, who's the CEO of Arthur Blank's company, wanted to make very clear that there's been a bunch of rumors that the roof's not working correctly, and that's why we're having all the delays. He says that's not the the roof is fine, the roof is operational. As a matter of fact, we're going to test the roof today. The quote reason for the delays is additional steelwork and analysis. Okay, which means what? <laughs> it means that what they thought they could do, what the architect designed, yeah. and what the engineers have to build it is not going on the schedule that they wanted to. Now, after being pressed a little bit in a conference call that we have, Cannon did admit that when they were installing the roof, they installed it closed, but it didn't fit. So they had to go through what's called a wow. shimming process to make it fit. But he said that, that's not the reason for the delay. It's normal additional steel work. Do you and know why analysis. I know this is a serious issue? Because yeah. they're they're not gonna blow up the dome yet. That's they're, the big that's the thing. Yeah. They, they have stopped all decommission. They're so confident they're gonna be ready by August twenty sixth. They've stopped all decommission of the dome. And it's there as an insurance policy. That that says something to me that, yeah. you know, we might not be ready for, for NFL opening. We're not gonna Get rid of the dome yet, just as a backup. Haven't they gotten rid of the seats yet, or no? No, the seat. The, they, the seat they, they, had, they did take the field out because they had that monster truck rally. Oh yeah. To yeah. end it, um, so they could put the field back in. But they, which is a smart move, if you're not sure the building's going to be open and you got one next door, yeah. and it's not really in the way, don't blow it up just yet. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to the Sanford Stadium, right? I mean, what else so, could you do? Well, and here, well, here's here's the issue you're running into now is they're out of time. There's no more wiggle room because those Falcons exhibition games. Yeah. You can't stop push banging those. the table. You're Sorry. making me nervous. <laughs> Sorry, but those, those Falcons exhibition He's games. Angry. You can't. You can't push back anymore. Exactly. So, so. this is the. De this is like me in high school putting off a term paper. <laughs> yes. It's like mom, I'll do it. It's not due for a month and a half. It's an all. Mom, I'll it's an all do it. Buddy. It's not due for three weeks. Stop blaming it on the roof, mom. Yeah, mom, <laughs> mom, I'll get it. And then at the night before, like me and my taxes today. Yeah. I oh yeah, you were like last I, minute. I can't yeah, get at the station. Yeah, three months. To be fair, my accountant was last minute. Uh, I, oh. I emailed her my stuff well, a, week fire ago. Her. a week ago. A week ago. Yeah, you're really on top. Of that's that. plenty of time. Anyway, we got them done. Um, hopefully, I mean. Gosh, what an how, embarrassment. How, how embarrassing would that be? That would be really, we, really... We went through all that fantastic NFC Championship final game in the Dome, yeah. and we got to come back for an exhibition game against the Cardinals. Well, I guess it would give me a chance because I didn't see the last game in the Dome. So you could come back. I can come back and yeah. see the last game at the Dome. Uh, hopefully, the contractor doing Mercedes-Benz Stadium is not the contractor doing the ID5 rebuild because that would be 
horrible. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not smart enough to know who's at fault. If it's seriously just because everybody in my family is in construction. Yeah. So I'm talking. I said, I asked my dad this this afternoon. It's like, oh, what's what's going on here? So well, a lot of times, everything looks great on paper. Yeah. But you can have as many people turning wrenches as you want. Sometimes you just can't pull things off in the amount of time that you need to. And this roof is very. I mean, there's there's nothing. A lot of like, bells and whistles. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing. You've got. A roof that's got eight pedals that slide, and then you've got a big jumbotron underneath it that holds it up. So it's it's a bit, it's unique, but it, it's complicated. WSB Sports Director Jay Black joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Longoria is a big Atlanta United soccer fan. Yes. <laughs> Does, they were supposed to uh, play July 30th there, their first game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Mm-hmm. Are they just going to be at Bobby Dodd until then? Well, they can only play that July 30th game, which is now July 29th at Bobby Dodd, because that's when their contract runs out, because... They need Bobby Dodd for football. Yeah. So there were two matches that were going to be in August. Those are being rescheduled. They will be held at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but we don't know when they're going to be yet. But later on. And I read something that uh, if you are an Atlanta United season ticket holder like Longoria, you will be refunded uh, your money. Yeah, call them if you're upset, and they'll um, they'll work with you. Do you know what the funny thing is about all this? And I've talked to a lot of folks uh, that went to Bobby Dodd to watch Atlanta United. They, everyone, it's everyone loved the atmosphere. It's terrific. They loved the stadium. They loved the outdoors, the outdoor venue. Some people I talked to were like, it's going to be a letdown. As cool as Mercedes-Benz Stadium will be, it's not, it won't be the same as Bobby Dodd was really, really awesome for the soccer. Yeah, Bobby Dodd showed very well for soccer. And it's, as everybody knows it's been there, it's really cozy. They just jam that thing, which is perfect for, for soccer. And yeah. the crowd was just enough. They had 40,000. It was perfect. Now, with Mercedes-Benz, they do have a mechanical curtain that'll go above the upper deck so it doesn't feel like you're playing in a 70,000-seat stadium with 40,000 people there. But it's going to be very interesting to see how that atmosphere is going to match up now. And also, the first now the first Atlanta United match in Mercedes-Benz Stadium is scheduled for Saturday, September 9th, which is the same day as Georgia at Notre Dame. What does that mean for the price of bananas? It what doesn't do mean anything for the okay. price of bananas. It just means they don't. Ha- it just means they don't have the stage to themselves anymore. Oh, I got to you. To showcase now, all of a sudden, with everything getting backed up, Atlanta United opening Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Is there, you is, think is there's gonna... a lot of spillover fans there? Bulldog football and I would say, I, mean, I would say it's not. It's not like 100. No, percent But it's at Notre Dame. It's at Notre Dame. Yeah, that's that's no fun. But 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 the point is. That's going to get dropped down in the sports hierarchy. Gotcha. Below the Georgia, below college football. A reminder. Yes. It's still soccer. It's still soccer. So it, <laughs> it could be they could be playing soccer on the moon if Georgia's playing that day. Yeah. They're number two on the on the uh, Anthony Amy <laughs> sports cast. That, yes. Yeah. Uh, final question. Going to put you on the spot here, Jay Black. Okay. You you've been WSB sports director for going on twenty four years now. That's right. Yes. Do you think? that they will meet the deadline and and Mercedes-Benz Stadium will be ready to go opening day. Kickoff day. 85% confident they'll make it. All right. I can't see can't see Mr. Blank having that kind of embarrassment. Or Roger Goodell. Yeah. I mean there's there's going to be a lot of pressure from Goodell and the commissioner's office saying, "Hey, Artie, get your act together. We got to we got to do this." You can all Money can only take you so far. If you can't do it, you can't do it. There's only so many wrenches you can screw. Yes. 
Was that the saying? <laughs> yeah, that was close There's Jay Black. That's a Jay Black quote. There's only so yeah. many wrenches you can screw. All right, Jay, get back to your chimichanga. Right, Appreciate it. Uh, on Twitter, at Jay Black 2. That's correct. Uh, follow him there. He uh, tweets the sporty stuff. We'll come back with more of your calls. We can talk about the election. We'll have some fresh updates for you. You can talk about Mercedes-Benz Stadium, McDonald's, taxes, anything you want. Free range on the Mark Aram Show. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Back after this. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. Uh, welcome back to the show. 825, 70-some-odd degrees on Acres Mill Road, Cobb Parkway. We're broadcasting live from Chewy's Tex-Mex. Back to the phones we go. Paul joins us in uh, Cobb County. Paul, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Hey, good. I just wanted to call in to see if you're interested in uh, how one precinct voted up here in North Cobb near Lasseter High School. I am a big fan of Lasseter High School. I loved in how you guys voted. Uh, there were roughly 1,200 votes cast. This is not accurate uh, totally. I wrote them down off of the tickets, the voting tickets that were posted on the precinct door. John Ossoff got 414 votes, uh, the top candidate, uh, but that translates into 35.9 percent. Okay. Uh, the top. That's a runoff number. Yeah, yeah, 65 percent for the Republicans. Uh, Karen Handel got 278 or 24 uh, percent. Judson Hill got 190 votes or 16 and a half. Uh, Mr. Gray got 189 votes, almost a tie. 16 percent, and then last the Republicans uh, was Moody with 83 votes or 7 percent. The other 50 votes were cast among all the other candidates, Republicans. And Did Mark Aram yeah. get a vote? <laughs> no. I got a, no I got a couple of write-ins in the, in the, in the presidential, presidential election. No write-ins here. How many votes did Rebecca Quigg, the Democrat, get? Uh, I didn't count that because she was in the, uh, the single digits, nine, eight or nine, that at the very bottom. All right, so Paul, uh, with unofficial voting tabulations, I hope you acquired that information legally, my friend. At yeah, uh, the, it's posted right <laughs> on the door of the uh, of the of the precinct where they voted. They, Excellent. What they do is they post the tapes. There's five tapes up there, one from each voting machine that's in the precinct uh, in the where they voted here. So. Uh, all I did was take the totals off the tapes as posted, and uh, that's what we got. Hey, keep in touch, Paul. We might hire you on election nights in the future to uh, <laughs> to be our to be our yeah, cob, yeah, yeah. our our cob bureau chief. That's good work, right there, buddy. I appreciate it, man. It's interesting to say the least. No doubt. So, uh, if if Cobb is an indicator, we're headed. Like I said at the beginning of the show, we're probably heading to a runoff here. Runoff. I'd be surprised if if it wasn't a runoff. Uh, but what do I know? I didn't think Donald Trump would be president. And <laughs> he here he is. Run off that chimichanga. I'm going to go run off that chimichanga. Good call, Longoria. <laughs> when we come back, more of your calls, of course. Bill Crane, WSB political analyst, will bring us the uh, latest election results. I don't know if he's going to work Paul's tabulation into the totals or not. Johnny Kilbasa with the Fast Food Review, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show.
Welcome back to the show. 837, 23 in front of 9 o'clock. Mark Aaron with you till 9, broadcasting live at uh, Chewy's Tex-Mex, Acres Mill, Cobb County off Cobb Parkway in the shadow of SunTrust Park, trying to convince these bananas that if you, if you touch right here, mm-hmm. it's almost spot. like I have abs. Right. It's at the bottom of his rib cage. Bro. Yes. No, these yeah. aren't Those ribs. Those are bones. That's not right here. Buford. That's the chimichanga from earlier. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> it's right there. Is what it is, yeah. I was just leaning back. I'm like, oh, like I'm almost in shape right yeah. here. No. <laughs> like this three-inch strip. You are strip. far from almost being in shape. Three-inch strip right here. I'm in shape. <laughs> Like I've Only got abs if you lean back. right yeah. here. If I, I lean back, really and stretch suck them out. In my gut. I'm in shape right here. Yeah. I've got anyway. a one pack. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the show. We got a lot on the plate tonight. Uh, of course, the top local story is the uh, House District Six runoff. Excuse me, special election to replace uh, Tom Price, who went to uh, work for President Trump in D.C. Uh, joining us back live on the program now, WSB analyst Bill Crane. Bill, uh, starting to see some results trickle in. What can you tell us, my friend? In Cobb County at this point, which is the only results we have thus far, John Ossoff is leading the field in the mid-30s. Karen Handel in second at 24%. And we've got uh, Judson Hill in his home district of Cobb County, or his home state senate district, uh, coming in a close third with uh, Bob Gray Tyne and Dan Moody bringing up fourth on the Republican side, everybody else in literally single digits. That's interesting because uh, the the poll the numbers I'm seeing from on uh, AJC.com and on WSB TV show and I don't know, these might just be early votes but I have Ossoff with 63 percent Handle with 11 and Hill with nine percent. Yeah, what you've got basically is the first repeat first precincts that have reported whole. I'm looking at partials that are coming from Cobb and oh, relate to the Secretary of State's office. That, that jives what we heard. Uh, we had a previous caller who uh, stole the results out of the Lassiter voting <laughs> booth in Cobb County for us. I don't know how he got those. Uh, but that, that jives at what you're saying about the early Cobb return. So, uh, like we said at the beginning of the show, the early results uh, lead us to believe we'll see a runoff in this. Well, I think we will. If you uh, look back a few weeks ago, the race in Kansas, which only had three candidates, the, the Democrat in that case was leading early in the evening by 63%. As the night came together, the Republican uh, with the highest name ID ended up winning narrowly by 51%. Uh, I got to ask you a question, Bill. A, a caller previous, and this is actually a pretty good, he didn't ask this question, but I'm turning it into a good question. Um, why is it that the only Democratic candidate we know of or heard of is John Ossoff? Why was there no uh, support well, you, for any of the. You've uh, probably also heard of voting for Sloten and Ron Sloten, the former state senator who was running. Um, John Ossoff, John Ossoff was a congressional staffer for Hank Johnson, uh, impressed a number of members of the Georgia delegation, including John Lewis, and David Scott, and Sanford Bishop. Um, with John Barrow no longer in Georgia's congressional delegation, he was the only white Democrat. When Nancy Pelosi and the House leadership turned to Georgia Democrats in Congress and said, who's the candidate who's strongest? John Ossoff was not only the name they knew, but that several of them were personally impressed with, and Hank Johnson he'd worked for on staff on the uh, House Armed Services Committee. So, though there are legislators and other candidates in the race, five Democrats total, very quickly the national money, the super PAC money, uh, lined up with a 30-year-old former congressional staffer and film documentarian, John Ossoff. Bill Crane joining us live on the Mark Aram Show, uh, waiting more votes uh, to come in from the U.S. Uh, District 6 special election. Um, when do we think we'll, we'll start seeing solid numbers, and, and when do you think we'll be able to, 
to call this one way or another, Bill? I don't think probably until 10 or 10.30, and I'm not beating up on my friends in DeKalb and Fulton counties, but they tend to be laggards and, and take the while. I mean, you have 3,300 precincts in Georgia, but three of those, really four of those counties have a substantially higher number just because of their population. Fulton County, not all of the county is voting tonight, but it's 100 miles end-to-end and has several hundred precincts in and of itself. DeKalb, North DeKalb, more than half of Cobb, and North Fulton are voting tonight. So you've got... A strong turnout, particularly for a special election, in some of the more populous suburban districts, uh, uh, voting districts of Metro Atlanta. For callers that are just, uh, or listeners that are just joining us, Bill, why is it in DeKalb County? You can have, uh, let's say me, Longoria, and Loti all live in DeKalb. We all live in separate parts of DeKalb. We could live in the same county but have three congressmen representing us, different congressmen. You know the same why- in Fulton? You could have the 13th, you could be in the 13th, the 5th, the 4th, or the 7th. Congressional districts are creatures of politics. They are uh, drawn and mapped by legislators of one party or another during and after the, each census. They are not drawn to political boundaries, that is, cities and counties. They tend to try to, if you will, pack Republicans and Democrats together to limit the winnability, to some extent, by the other party of these districts. This district, the 6th, was created in 19... 19- 92 after the 1990 census they busted up newt gingrich's old district kind of sending half of it down to the third in columbus leaving him being a man without a country he moved from Carrollton, his home to cobb county and having been in congress since 1978 and won this district in 1992 won the speakership after winning the district's re-election in 94 it's been republican since when he resigned in 98 there was a special election which johnny isaacson won and then when Johnny Isaacson jumped up to run for the U.S. Senate, he's now our senior senator. Tom Price took the seat. Named but after my, uh, long my good friend from question. college. Yeah, no, no, I get it. District boundaries don't have logic to them. Gerrymander was my roommate yeah. in college, <laughs> and I, I believe that's what you're saying. I just think it's re- I, I get it. I understand it. It's political. It's just it's dumb to me. It, you know, a, a I county, agree with you. I mean, especially Rob with Woodall a county, represents like, the majority, but not all of Gwinnett County. There, yeah. you know, all of the major metro counties have more than one representative, and truth because all of the major metro counties also have more than half a million people, and a congressional district is a half a million people. DeKalb yeah. has 700,000. Fulton has closer to a million. Gwinnett has, I think, around 850,000 at this point. Cobb, I think, around 750,000. They, they have more people than they could contain in one district as well. Bill, um, I, I, would, I wish I could have you back on at 1030, but I'll be sleeping, so... Enjoy the rest of the uh, special election, and uh, I'm sure we'll hear from you tomorrow on the air, buddy. Well, if not, we'll be certainly talking about this runoff, I think, for weeks. Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe uh, if tomorrow, if we uh, if there is a runoff, we can get you back on the show. You know how to find me. All right, have your, have your people talk to my people. Take care, brother. My person is Buford, by the way. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's his people. Really that's my people. Just send me a text, Bill. Yeah, there Take you care. go. All right, Bill Crane, WSB Political Analyst. 404-872-0750. Time for Johnny Kilbasa and the Kilbasa and intro. Now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. <laughs> Joining us live on the Gracie Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark. I'm, I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the bacon. I'm covered with cheese, and I aim to please, and I'm out here 
trying to find bags full of fast food so I can analyze them just for you, and I've won run <laughs> and won in every runoff I've ever won. You, you are undefeated in any special election, any election whatsoever. Before we get on the menu tonight, uh, I've got to talk to you about uh, the story. It broke out of uh, your home state uh, in Ohio. We, they're, they're calling him the Facebook killer, but, I mean, Facebook had nothing to do with this. This guy, this whack job, uh, kills a guy on video, posts it to Facebook, then goes on the lam and gets caught at McDonald's today in Erie, Pennsylvania. And if folks are just getting in their car, they haven't heard their story. The McDonald's crew, so the, the killer, goes to the drive-thru at McDonald's uh, in Erie, Pennsylvania, orders a 20-piece and a large fry, which I said at the top of the show is a solid order. The mm-hmm. guy might be crazy and a killer, but that's a solid McDonald's but order. But he knows how to order a McDonald's. Yeah, that's what I mean, a 20-piece and a large fry is good. The, the McDonald's drive-thru folks recognized him, called the cops, and in order to stall him, told him his fries weren't ready. They were making him fresh fries and to pull up a little bit. I just think that's fantastic. I mean, that's the best thing to happen McDonald's in a long, long time. Right, Johnny? Yeah, the, the thirst is real. You know, if you're going to decide, <laughs> you know that there's a nationwide manhunt for you and that pretty much anywhere you go is going to have cameras, but you can't resist the nuggets. The pull of the nuggets brought a man to justice today. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Is is a twenty piece worth uh, a twenty piece worth a life sentence? Damn straight it is. I am gonna go. And then he just kills himself. So he was like, you know what? I had my twenty nuggets. I'm yeah. all right. Uh, I can leave this earth a happy man. That's, that was his last meal. Huh? That was his last meal. But he never got the fries. Yeah. He would, he's oh, like, man. they said it's gonna be a couple more nights. He's like, I really got to get yeah, out of here. Yeah. I, I, I can't. Go. I can't hang out anymore. I got some people looking for me. <laughs> but I just, I mean, for, first of all, kudos to the McDonald's people for doing it, and kudos to the Nuggets for drawing this guy out of out of hiding. Like, what what better branding can you have for the McNuggets? Like. Even if you're on the lamb, you got to have these McNuggets. That, that's just amazing for them. That is that is the best thing that's ever happened to chicken McNuggets. <laughs> all right, John. I don't want to steal all your time. What is on the menu tonight, buddy? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm out here in line trying to get a hold of a, something that always throws me into a loop, and there's certain words that mesmerize me. And one of those words is steakhouse. Steakhouse, it's more than a steak. It's more than a house. It's this house. I've always thought something like Game of Thrones cabin in the middle of the woods, a low-lit house where they only serve steak, and you have to sneak in there, a steakhouse. Well, Burger King brought back the Steakhouse King, which the King Burgers are what they use to say, we aren't the Whopper. This is something different. It's almost like a double-quarter pound with cheese. I'm just about to get some. Right now. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, I got some right now. I got a bag full coming. That was great. But uh, what we got here, Mark? A one thick and hearty, rearing its ugly head again. It it pops up all over town every once in a while. So you got the sauce, you got your onion straws, you got bacon and two king patties with cheese and a sesame seed bun. So this is a it's a burger unto itself. It's not really like a whopper. It's not like the double king. But it's somewhere in a steakhouse far away where only great things happen. A roaring fire in the corner, a big glass of mead, and a big steakhouse burger just for <laughs> you guys. Big glass of mead. <laughs> <laughs> have, hey, have you seen, did you see the Game of Thrones uh, trailer that came out? I did, and I put so much effort into it. You know, I can't, it's, it's usually right around this time where we start the Game of Thrones minute, but we got to wait three more months. People are annoying me. I, I should Ugh. just go back and let's start replaying last season's Game of Thrones Minute on Monday. How about that? 
Well, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm off Thursday and Friday. You can call in and, and do a whole recap of Game of the Throw minutes for Chuck and Longoria while they fill in for me. All right. That Sounds you good, for- buddy. <laughs> Shame. 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 Um, all right, Johnny. I, I'm in a. I'm literally in a Chewy's Tex-Mex coma right now. So I'm going to let you go because I'm I'm out of gas, my friend. Arriba. <laughs> we appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol is high, baby, so my. Follow me on Twitter. Listen to my podcast on iTunes or JohnnyKobasa.com. On Twitter at Johnny Kilbasa, JohnnyKilbasa.com for the podcast. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. All right, Johnny K, as always, hitting it out of the park. He was literally ordering four steakhouse burgers yeah, while on the air. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Perfect timing. All right, we're going to come back on some tickets to give away. We'll take a couple of calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Play on, play on. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back. Final segment of the show. Uh, tomorrow, come see us live again at uh, Chewy's Tex-Mex, Acres Mill Cobb Parkway, 7 to 9 p.m. Thanks to uh, Smiling Mark and Jay Black for coming in uh, tonight. That was good to see. Smiling had the uh, tacos El Carbon. Did I pronounce that right, Longoria? Sure, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, sounds, sounds about right. Let's get some calls in real quick before we get out of here. Ken's in Woodstock. Ken, welcome to the show. North, I mean, Ken. Fulton County is 100 miles end to end. That's not right, is it? I mean, it's, it's not 100 miles from out front of the Palmetto, is it? 73.6 miles. Head what? to tail. I, I, yeah, I take that. All right. I'm glad I could help you out. Larry's in Gainesville. <laughs> Larry, welcome hey, to the program. How are you? I'm doing great. I just had a question. Didn't one Hank Johnson uh, using Ossoff as an advisor when he said that uh, Guam would tip over if he put any more troops there? I don't know if he was. I mean, uh, that was a while ago. Um, Hank, I mean, and, and he got skewered for that for sure. Is that the uh, yeah? That's the music. Oh, the music. All right, I got tickets to give away. Seventh caller to four zero four seven four one zero seven fifty wins a pair of win it before you buy tickets to see Fleetwood Max, Lindsey Buckingham, and Kristen McVie. Two callers. Two callers. Bam. June twenty first, Chastain Park Amphitheater, produced by Live Nation. Those tickets go on sale Saturday, April twenty second at uh, ten a.m. So the second caller. Why are we breaking so early? What's going We're on? Not. Here? He's just playing the music. This is what time we play the music. No, just, but we do start of the show. For yeah, I know. Yeah. Bring the music Come on, Jason. Hit start. And he's doing anyway, it right. two callers to 404. Se- <laughs> <laughs> so you called for it. You're confusing the dude. All right, let's do start of the show, Jason. I know this is tougher than Atlanta going to be. And now, yeah, are you guys Five, ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Jason, the board op, you got star of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> now you get little baby. Now you play the little baby song. And then at the end, you got to play the little thing about where the, where the guests stay. All right. Anyway, two callers. Buffy, get those tickets given away. Tomorrow, we're broadcasting live again from Chewy's Tex-Mex on Acres Mill Road, Cobb Parkway. They are so sick of us already, but it'll be fun. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, and Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.
Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.